0: You're listening to the Unsigned Chat Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 7 of the Unsigned Chat Podcast. On this episode I have no co-host, I'm all by myself. And to be honest, it feels a little strange because I'm always used to Jaina co-hosting episodes with me. But uh, don't worry, Jaina will be back on the next episode of the podcast. This week, the BBC have announced the six acts who will compete at this year's Eurovision You Decide. And the winner of this will then go on to represent the UK at the Eurovision finals in May. So the six acts that the BBC have chosen... Ah, uh, Anissa who will be singing Sweet Lies, Kerry Ann who will also be singing Sweet Lies, we have a girl group called Maid who will be singing Freaks, Jordan Clark will also be singing Freaks as well, then we have Holly Tandy who some of you may remember from The X Factor will be singing Bigger Than Us and Michael Rice who will also be singing Bigger Than Us as well. I'm so pleased that we've managed to get the girl group Maid to be a guest on today's show so maid hello hello Hi. how are you all doing are you okay yeah,
1: yeah good you? thank you how are you
0: yeah very well thank you first of all just so sort of tell us a bit about who each of you are individually and how you got, got into music
1: um so this is miracle speaking um so um i I've, I've been doing uh, music and songwriting since i was about 15 I'd say um and I kind of picked up the guitar and played it really badly for many years um and I've been writing songs ever since and I I originally did some folk uh, folk kind of songs and stuff and did a few bits on my own um but yeah eventually um last year I think it was girls was it when it was mm-hmm, it? yeah um we thought it would be really great to be in a band together and sort of um for me especially it was great to change up the style of my
2: writing a little bit so yeah yeah um this like um I started singing I mean from day dot but we um I went to like choir when I was younger which is amazing for like musicality reading music singing um as a chorus um so that's kind of where it really started and then I went into musical theatre um and did lots of singing with that but um my kind of Pop singing band career has just started with Maid, yeah. And she's, she's blossomed into she? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's really, it's helped yeah. me, it's helped <laughs> me grow in all my styles, but yeah, yeah I've loved it.
3: Um, this is Kat. So I started singing and dancing, same sort of from day dot. Um, I also sort of come from a musical family, so my, my dad uh, is a classical musician and he, uh, he taught us instruments and things like that and um, I've been part of some various bands and um, again kind of with with folk influences as well in there but um, for various reasons that didn't work out and then again kind of got into theatre and doing music on the side and then we met um, I met Miracle at school and Miracle then met life on a job and then we all kind of came together and formed
1: Maid which was really fun <laughs> and actually you just reminded me Kat this is Miracle again um i I actually got into music because my dad Clem so he's a great guy um He actually released a song um and he was in a band called Fab Wow back in wow. the nineties um, you can you can listen to the song it's called She makes me Happy um or looking through the Lening Glass really good songs um but you just reminded me there actually um that he was also one of my really big influences into doing music and Playing um, things, lots of songs on the guitar from a young age, and I actually was convinced for a while that he'd written "Here Comes the Sun."
3: <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> you know what? I have a really fun fact about my dad as well. Really? He played the violin on um, Dexter's Midnight Runners. Come on, Eileen!
0: Oh, we so can hear
1: him. That's yeah. cool. Very cool.
0: Oh wow, that is cool. So, did you create the group with the purpose of entering the Eurovision? Or was that not something that you guys had thought about when you were putting the group together?
2: We didn't even think about it to be honest. We just our aim was to write great songs and make them sound amazing and sing them and perform them together and um you know hopefully release a record at some point. Um we were approached by the BBC. to do Eurovision. Yeah. Vision, yeah. So we
1: um we'd been established for almost a year when they approached us actually. Um but it was cool because they said that this year it was going to be a bit different and that we could kind of, uh, you know, make the songs our, our own a little bit. So we were very curious, obviously, when they did approach us and we thought that was quite a cool concept. Um, but yeah, no, we've we've been together a year now. And um, I think the main uh, aim of the band initially when we got together last year was really to create work that was our own and have a really good outlet for creativity and, and stuff like that. And I think the music that we were listening to, um, wasn't really being that represented too much in Britain or, or in England or the UK or, you know, whatever. Um, and, uh, we felt like there was a bit of a, a gap for us to come in and sort of have, have a little go at doing some, some different kind of music. Cause we kind of like, we love the folk harmonies. We love how tight they are like the staves um, but then we really love influences from the more digital sounds as well like Billie Eilish or Seagrid and stuff like that so we're really excited about the music industry and and where it's going at the minute.
0: Okay so what would you say like the one thing is that each of you have learned about the music industry and was it like what you thought it would be? <laughs> well or... we're learning
1: every day aren't we girls? <laughs> yeah
2: um, there's there's a lot that goes into creating a song you know you have to first is the writing and that's you know that's what we do and the harmonies and everything but there's the producer there's a mixer a masterer beats mm-hmm. um you know then you've got distribution you've got who's going to do the art for the single there's so many people that you need to collaborate with and that's actually like it's a lot to organize yeah i think it i think um it's
3: kind of having to go through trial and error with who who we think we work with best, and 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 because we, you know, we're happy with with um, working together as a band and creating the music. But then it's all the other aspects that you need to find the right people to kind of join your team to to be able to, you know, put your music out there and deliver the product that you want.
1: And I think as um, you know, we are it's fair to say we're quite new artists. Um, and I think what's really become apparent is that people like to really find their people who do certain things for them really well and collaborate really well, and then you keep them around you. But the thing that takes a while is finding those really amazing, creative and special people that get your style and get what you want to express um, through your music and your image and everything else. I mean, very early on, we um, used a friend of mine, uh, Ainsley Ricketts, and he is the most incredible dancer um so i think that gave us a lot of inspiration to work with someone who was so creative and understood us so much choreography. um yeah he does our, our choreography for us um, you know and uh it, i think finding little gems like that has been has been the thing that we i think keep on searching for and we've learned is actually quite hard they're mm. quite r-
0: absolutely and how easy or difficult do you find the songwriting process with there being three of you? Do you go off and write on your own and then come back together? Or do you work collaboratively with the three of you?
1: So uh, I, Miracle, usually um, I write the, the bare bones of the song. So we might all discuss actually what kind of themes we would like to sing about Um and things that we think would be great, you know, in song form and stuff. And then I kind of get down the bare bones. Um, and then it becomes a more of a collaborative process, especially with the harmonies and the musicality and making sure everything is accurate. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a long process, really, isn't it, girls? Mm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, lots of days. I mean, Kat spends hours on Sibelius. Um, <laughs> if you don't know what that is, <laughs> it's a notating program where you put in notes.
2: It's so. important yeah, yeah. for three-part harmonies, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we quite often we think a harmony sounds fantastic we're <laughs> singing it together, um, and then we'll we'll take it to yeah. someone who knows a bit more about music, and they'll say no, it doesn't work with well. It works just with voices, but when then you have to put music yeah. and keys and whatever. And we're to like, it. no,
1: we love it. It sounds amazing, and they're like, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's quite collaborative in the sense, like you know, we'll all be together and we'll work out harmonies together and and, and feel how the song fits um, with us all, really. Um, And then obviously it goes into a production process, which again is, I mean, that's a very collaborative process between the three of us. Um, We have too many conversations, some might say, (laughs) Mm -hmm. about production and and what we all like. So that's that's definitely um, a very collaborative stage of... um, producing our songs and stuff
0: so how does it feel to be going from watching the eurovision on tv at home to now potentially being on the show and in the live finals
1: (gasps) that is literally mad yeah i actually can't believe it because i just didn't think this has ever happened to us this year you (laughs) know when you just don't foresee something yeah
2: things can happen so quickly can't they yeah really quickly and i think it's like the biggest platform you could ever perform on because it's in front of like tens of thousands of people in the actual stadium and then the people that are watching at home, you know, it's not just Britain, Uh, it's like the whole of Europe, the whole of the UK. UK, yeah, absolutely. Um, It's like everyone involved in Eurovision. Yeah,
1: and it's cool because like, I mean, as a kid, I used to love ABBA and obviously they started on Eurovision and um, yeah, um, we we all grew up watching Eurovision, I guess, so it's pretty cool.
0: So if you make it through to the live finals, how do you plan to break our curse of finishing near the bottom in which we seem to have struggled from for the last few years
1: (laughs) um well um i think oh sorry i think it's really important to actually be quirky because like i feel like if we got a nice little quirky performance something a bit different you know different kind of concept i mean ours is is um, slightly creepier it, I think it does make you
2: stand out and also our vocal harmonies are pretty strong Yeah I think like the British contestants have been like, amazing so far but what the UK likes and what the rest of Europe likes is very different and I think you have to remember you're appealing to um, a wider audience and you, so you have to sort of listen to what people are listening to in other countries and um, I think yeah, you can go a bit weirder with Eurovision. You just never know what's going to be on there.
3: Yeah, it's well quirky, isn't it? It's just people just do the most epic things, which
1: you would never expect. That's what's that's kind of the beauty of it. Like last year, um, Toy, uh, you know, um, that that song won um, for Israel, and it was so quirky, yeah. so so quirky. So you just literally don't know. I mean, there's so many countries. You can't please everyone, can you?
0: so did you get to pick the song freaks or was that song just given to you how did that all come about we
2: were so we were approached and they um sent us freaks and they said yeah we'd love to hear you make it your own so the original track which is kind of what jordan is singing yeah um that's that's kind of the initial one we heard
1: yeah, that's an issue. sort of what we heard, the one that Jordan is singing, is, is kind of closer to the, the version that we were sent. Um, so then our challenge was to, and I believe we had a really short time frame actually, um, and Kat and Blythe came on my lunch break at work and we did it. Um, and we kind of wanted to make it quite um, haunting and have um, elements of sort of trap beats and stuff like that, um, which I feel it was it was actually really really great. Um, and they liked it, which is amazing. But it's it's funny because it's such a process. So the Eurovision Song Contest is really about the song. So. Although we can put our own stamp on it um, obviously it then has to go through production and the songwriter um, and things like that and we even had um, you know lyrics being changed at the very last minute so sometimes it's a little bit um, it's out of your control but ultimately because it's about the song the songwriter really has to be happy with the product so um, yeah we, we think that we're quite happy with our version
0: I love your version of the song I think it's fantastic so What's each of your thoughts on the voting structure of the Eurovision and how countries appear to vote for their neighbours quite highly and we seem to always get left behind a little bit. <laughs> I mean
2: it's, it's just it's just is what it is, isn't it? It's always been the same. Yeah, I like I think it's really such a friendly way to do it because um you're not allowed to vote for yourselves, so you have to really pick the best song and um you can you can do that because they're you're not allowed to vote for Yeah, yourself. <laughs> you're not, there's no loyalty for, to yourself, so you can just vote for whichever song takes your fancies. But um, I think there is a tendency to help countries out and have yeah. alliances. And I do, I things. do think there are some tactics. But you know, who, just human nature. Who can, yeah, know? who
1: can blame them? I mean, you know, maybe I, maybe I'll start a tactic. Maybe I will just randomly start voting for Iceland. Quite like them.
0: <laughs> when-, when can people tune into the Eurovision You Decide show and also the finals?
1: So
3: Eurovision, you decide, is going to be Friday, the 8th of February at 7.30pm on BBC2. And there we'll be be performing Freaks um, versus Jordan's Freaks. And then the other four acts will battle it um, out with their other two songs. So they're doing Sweet Lies
1: and Bigger Than Us. Yeah.
0: Whatever happens with Eurovision, what's the long-term plan for the group?
1: I think that as a band we're really excited to be part of Eurovision this year and it's awesome to get this opportunity and to work with some really amazing people Um, but our long term goal is always the same and that's to make some awesome music that we feel reflects us really well and basically plow on through the year and release uh, an EP which we would love to do and actually you will be able to... um, purchase slash download slash stream our new song stalker which will be coming out very soon so um give us a follow um because we will be releasing our debut single stalker very shortly yeah and you can follow
3: us on instagram and twitter at made official uk
0: so what's it like being in the group made
2: ah uh, i think we are blessed because we all get on really well and we're good at um Pulling back when we need to, and putting things in when we need to, and um, yeah, collaborating and yeah. compromising. I um. mean, I mean, the name says
3: it is a group, so we all have, you know, we all have to work together, and and we will have different opinions and like ideas and things like that. But I think we work quite well as a group. We all have different um, sort of strengths, and that we can kind of pull
2: up here and there. Um, so yeah. It's a joy because everything you do, you're doing it with your friends, and like Eurovision is gonna be so much more fun for us because we're doing it together, and it's yeah. gonna be just like it's amazing we get to do this
1: yeah, with th- our friends.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I do, I do think like obviously I mentioned before that I I had a.
1: Um, I was doing some solo stuff on my own and actually it's just not that fun to be honest Like it's so much fun w- when you can laugh about the bad Situations and really enjoy the good ones. So I do think we're very lucky to sort of have each other
0: What's the biggest barrier in your music career that you've overcome and how did you guys overcome it?
1: Hmm. I
3: think being being quite new we've kind of had to find our sound um and we've been a lot been through a lot of sort of trial and error um with with the type of sound that we want to kind of put out there and what we feel best represents us as a band and musicians and our kind of style so i think that's been the, the most difficult thing um to kind of pinpoint and we're still kind of working at it and still trying to find like we said earlier the right people to that really get our vision
1: and who are really kind of easy to work with and on the same page yeah
2: yeah
1: Um, but we're really excited because we're finally able to soon release our first single stalker and and um it it feels like a big relief actually and it's something that i do feel like we have overcome because i don't think we thought through our, all our trials and tribulations trying to find a sound that we would actually get to a point where we were like yeah we're happy with a track so that has been a massive massive thing for us for sure.
0: So we've talked about what it's like being in a group but how would you describe each other's characteristics for example is there one that's a bit of a practical joker? Ah!
3: Practical joker!
2: Well... Yeah. Um, well we all have different roles and um we're all quite
3: bubbly and upbeat and kind of like positive and and we we're, we're all very ambitious and sort of motivated and proactive which is kind of good which and that yeah. kind of um
1: works well together. But I think we all like a bit of a joke. Yeah. We, all, we, all, have a joke, we yeah. all have a joke. We all have a joke. Um but yeah, I think I think uh, miracles away with the fairies. I'm away with the fairies. I'm always late. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm always late and everyone knows it. <laughs> Um, she's that one, yeah. <laughs> and Kat's very, um, very on it. Um, she's got very, She very Holds us together. <laughs> she is the
2: glue. Pro- that holds us together. I'm practical.
1: <laughs> very practical. Um, um, I um, guess I'm the
2: mediator, the in between. Yeah,
1: she's
3: very, very positive. We've got a very um, positive outlook on life. Ah,
2: that's
0: True. It's always good to have one that's the glue to the group. And where can people find more about Made online? You Mm -hmm. can find
2: more about us on our Instagram, on our Twitter, on our website. Um, You can look us up on YouTube, we've started releasing some really cool live recorded videos of um, some of our songs, which are really, really nice, Um, but yeah, our handle is MadeOfficialUK on everything. Yeah, so follow us and subscribe to
1: our YouTube channel because Pretty soon we're going to be um, releasing our live acoustic version of one of our songs, Pretty Little Powder. Um, And you can also listen to Basic B on there too, which is another one of our songs. (laughs)
0: Yes. Um. Well, ladies, thank you so, so much for being on the show today. It's been great chatting with you and it's been good to get to know you guys a bit more. And all the best with the Eurovision this year. We look forward to uh, having you back on the show again soon.
1: No worries at all. Thanks for having
0: us. And for all you listeners, please do join us on Twitter. You can follow us at the UC Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Unsigned Chat and also on Twitter at Music Hour UK. So be sure to give us a follow. And uh, until the next episode, bye-bye.